kid, I I had my hair was straight and like I wore it in a ponytail, and I like I was the bane of my mom's existence because <laughs> like I did not give a shit what I looked like. So I would go to school and I had a bunch of like flyaways like in the front of me, <laughs> and I would purposely like rub them up, and so I I just had this ponytail and then like all of these hairs in the front of my head like sticking <laughs> That's everywhere. So funny. And I she she came to school one day for my lunch break to bring me lunch and she was like Jamila what did you do? And I was like, I just want to look like Einstein. Like, don't you think what? it's cute? And she was like, I just absolutely not. I, I really don't know what was going through my head. Hey, I'm Jane, and you're listening to Pecan Twist. In this podcast, I'm going to be spilling all the interesting experience that I've had growing up half Indian, half Chinese. We'll discuss everything from identity, childhood, the Asian community, and so much more. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get started on today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I hope you all are doing really well. We have a very exciting episode. I think I'm very excited. Um, We've been wanting to do this for like a really long time and we've just never gotten around to it until now. And I think a lot of you guys will enjoy it because it's a very relevant topic that not a lot of people, well more people are talking about it now, but for a long time I don't think people have talked about it as much as it should be, at least the different types. So today, um, we're going to be talking about hair. All things hair related. Everyone has hair. Most people have hair, at least. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, hair is an important part of their identity, the way they express themselves, the way that they carry themselves is kind of all related in that. I think it's something that people see immediately when they look at someone is their hair. Um, and our group has a very diverse hair set. So today we have the same group that y'all have gotten to know and love. Um, we have Naya, Madison, Zimra, and Jamila, and me, of course. So, um, first of all, we should probably talk about what our hair looks like, because you guys can't see us, but I will link their Instagrams below so that you guys can look and see um, your, for yourself. <laughs> but, um, so I guess I can start talking about what my hair looks like. It is dark. Um, it's kind of long. It's like a little longer than shoulder length. Um, and since I'm half Indian, half Chinese, I would say it's relatively thick and it's in layers. And it's like dark. It's br- it's black, but it's kind of brownish because of like sun exposure. Black brown vibes. Black brown, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, and then we'll get we'll get more into like more about the hair later. But someone else can go now talk about their hair, just what it looks like. Jamila? Okay, yeah, I'll go. Um, I am black, so my hair is, like, poofy and curly. I don't know, like, the different types. It's, like, it's kind of like a looser curl, I think. Oh, like, like the 4B? Yeah. The I don't know, like, my hair type, but I know it's, like, a looser curl, but it's still, like, very thick, so it, it poofs a lot. Oh, and then we can also say, like, how we usually wear it. So I usually wear mine down or in a ponytail. Okay. I think that's different for all of us, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I dance a lot, almost every day, so I wear my hair, like, in a poof on top of my head, and I also have, like, bangs, like, straight bangs on my forehead, so I wear those down. Yeah, um, I'm Jewish, so I also have curly hair, but not black curly hair, so it's slightly different. It's, like, 
I guess they're kind of fine curls. And my hair, for some reason, doesn't grow past my shoulders. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it doesn't grow, I doesn't grow past. Like, I haven't cut my hair in three years. Whoa! <laughs> three years, and it still sits right above my shoulders. Well, do you ever do the thing, like, where you cut it and it, like, stimulates new growth? And maybe I should do that. I've heard also, like, the friction from it touching your shoulders can, like, I don't know. Wow. Something. But doesn't your hair so grow from your root? So well, like it'll like split at the end and so it's still growing. Oh. But you don't like retain the length. Oh, oh. that's so interesting. That's I probably just need to get a haircut. Set, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, whenever I get a haircut, my hair grows, so. Yeah, so anyways, so it's like about shoulder length and it's, I'd say it's black brown as well. Um, but sometimes in the sunlight it like weirdly looks red. But it's mostly black brown and very curly. Well, that's a thing because like black hair like has red pigment in it. So like if you're dyeing your hair black, you it's it's good to dye your hair red to it like fills your hair with pigment before black. Oh. Because sometimes if you dye it just like from blonde to black, like it won't take the pigment as long, or you'll be left with that like weird like reddish brown. Well, see, I've learned so much already. <laughs> you all are learning too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Madison is definitely the expert on hair dyes. Yeah, which she will what, explain what color to you. Is your yeah, hair? What, what yeah, your hair. Oh wait, I usually wear my hair down or up in space buns. Hmm. Okay. Um. Hello. <laughs> my hair is half lime green <laughs> on the on my left, and then half I would say like a turquoise blue on the other side. Um. It is short. It's like, um. I, I call it a shag mullet, but um, I don't really know what the haircut is called. Um, because it's short, I can only wear it down. There's no other option. Um, although sometimes I like take the top half and like clip it away if it's like bothering me, um, if I'm like doing homework or something. But yeah, I can't really wear it any other way. Um, I guess that's about it. Um, my natural hair is black though, but I guess we'll get more to that later. And your hair is straight. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's very thick and dense and it doesn't take any, <laughs> any pattern like it's it's too dense to take any pattern so it's very straight um i'm also black so my hair is um <laughs> curly and i usually i don't know how to describe it i wear it like out in an afro i guess um and it's black um my mom says it's a really dull color so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right so the first question now that we've gotten the description you guys can kind of visualize it hopefully um we want to talk about like, so this is called the quote unquote hair journey, but really like what do you think about your hair? Because I think a lot of people have had gone through different journeys, relationships with their hair. I feel like this can seem kind of superficial at times, but I really think that hair is important and it affects our identity oh, and sure. I know it affects mine. So um, I think a lot of you guys can agree, but I guess does anyone want to like jump in talking about your view of your hair? I can, I guess I can go. Should we go in the same order? Yeah, we, yeah, we can go in the same order. order. So for me, I have always been lucky because my hair, even growing up in a white suburban like area, my hair, but texture wise and look wise, could pass as like white hair. I think it doesn't have any weird curly things that would make people not like it. It's not very ethnic, so to say. The only thing that's kind of ethnic about it is that it's darker it's not blonde or brown um so I've never had really issues with my identity in terms of not liking my hair um and I think my hair is a big part of my identity I do try to take care of it but that's like kind of another part of it so I won't go into my identity now but I overall f for my whole life I think I've liked my hair and also my parents have always told me like you need to love your hair because your hair is beautiful because it's a combination of like the Indian and Chinese genes 
and that like not a lot of people will have hair like yours specifically mm -hmm. so I think because of that I've always appreciated my hair and growing up in, in Indian culture hair is very important like hair is an asset if you don't have good hair you it's very hard to be considered beautiful in to like Indian people I think even now that's the truth so my dad especially has always told me like you need to keep your long hair your long beautiful hair I like like you can braid it do all these nice things with it so I think um, in general I've always loved my hair and my dad actually growing up my dad did my hair more than my mom he would like <laughs> the bang oh my I used to have such bad bangs maybe I'll link a picture maybe not though <laughs> they were so bad but like um my dad would do my hair in pigtails I remember um he would always say like okay well if it's a fancy day I'll do like two pigtails otherwise I'd, he would just do one like every morning he would do my hair before kindergarten and like preschool and stuff so I think in general, I'm lucky to have not had many issues with like disliking my hair. Um, I think the dislike more came from like my skin tone and my general look, but not my hair, <laughs> which is good. <clears throat> um, my hair journey, I think has been very long and very complicated. I guess I'll try to like simplify it. Um, basically when I was younger, I had a perm and then I wear, I wore my hair straight um, from elementary school all the way through the first two years of high school and I like hated my curly hair like absolutely never wanted to see it ever and also like if I ever like went to a pool or like got my hair wet I remember like some of my because I grew up in like really white spaces my friends would be like I just really prefer your hair straight so you should probably straighten it again and I'd be like yeah you're right so that was kind of my point of view and then like like in my sophomore year of high school that's when black panther came out so i went to atlanta to see black panther and i was like i'll just wear my hair curly for the weekend and then i ended up like being like oh i kind of like this and then i was so like self-conscious about it that i would i text people and be like hey like do you think i should wear my hair curly to school this week just to, like try it out and they're like yeah i guess but then I kind of never went back. Well, I did a couple times to straighten my hair, but now I'm like, I'm not going to straighten my hair again. And I think that was just really significant for me to kind of like grow into this person who can just wear their hair naturally and like it. And now I can kind of do whatever with it. Like I do space buns, ponytails. Sometimes I wear it down, but I also think it's like culturally significant that my hair has been accepted because I think I have a more palatable form of like black hair because my hair grows down and it's like really thick and like you know it's regarded as like the good type of black hair and I think that's why I get like complimented on it when I go out and stuff because like white people can like accept it because it's not like in a big afro and it has like defined curls and stuff but yeah now I like my hair so that's good <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll also just kind of condense my hair, hair journey, but I feel like, I think like I didn't grow up in a very, like, white, straight hair space, but I also didn't necessarily grow up around tons of people with, like, the exact hair type as me, and also I think just growing up, like, anybody of our age, we grew up with media of, like, early 2000s people with that, like, blonde streaked long straight hair like that was the highest type of beauty I think so I definitely when I was younger like really did want straight hair um I also don't think I really understood that like 
my hair was different, so I'd have to treat it differently. So I'd think like I could take care of it the ways that people with straight hair take care of their hair. So when I was younger, like, oh my God, it was so greasy on top and <laughs> oh. frizzy on the bottom. Oh, yeah. It was a disaster. Um, but my parents just kind of let me like explore that and like let me figure out how to take care of my own hair. Um, and my mom has very similar, like big curly hair, so she definitely like helped me then figure out like, oh, you actually have to use products that are good for your hair, <laughs> not straight people hair. Um, so that was like definitely an evolution for me. And then I think like sophomore year of high school, I really was like, wait a minute, like I can really like take care of my hair and embrace it, even though it's like different and I didn't really think it was like the highest sign of beauty or whatever. So then I like fully embraced it and people, I people were supportive of that because I didn't grow up in a very like white Southern space. So um, I was very lucky of that. And now I just like love my hair. And it's funny because all the people who have like straight hair who I know like when I was younger, I would wish I had their hair. They now today are like, oh, Zimmer, I love your hair. Like, oh, I always wish I had curly hair. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I hear that so <laughs> oh much. My gosh. Like some people have like this beautiful straight hair. I'm like, I would have given so much to have that hair when I was yeah. little. And now they're like, no, I want your hair. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I do. I really do love my hair now. And it's a huge part of my identity both like ethnicity wise and just like personally. Yeah, I also just want to bring up the fact that you said straight people hate. I, I know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the gays have curly well, hair. The gays have curly hair. We also all happen to be somewhat. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Just a little fruity. Yeah, uh, yeah. The fruity definitely is contagious in our group, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, my hair, my hair journey is definitely, I would say very, um, there's a wide range. Um, it definitely is not so like, I would say it's not so chronological. Um, when I was younger, I had like very stereotypical like Asian straight black hair, um, and it wasn't like any like thing of contention for me. Um, it didn't like I I wasn't different about my hair as a kid. Um, it was just there, I guess. Um, and I was lucky in that sense because I didn't really have to like do a lot of like maintenance on it because it was just like it was naturally straight and it was black and I didn't really have to. Um, pay a lot of attention to it, um, but I think oh, it'd be like summer of 2019. I like dyed it hot orange, <laughs> and I kept that for about a year. That was a big part of my identity too, um, like my senior year of high school. And then um, changing it now to like half green and half blue, like it's a, my hair is a definitely a big part of my identity. Like over the past couple of years, and um, I think it's it's helped me on my journey not only like on like a hair journey specifically, but also in like a journey about like my sexuality, my identity as a whole, like my gender expression even, like that kind of thing. So yeah. Um, I had a kind of similar story, I think, to Jamila and Zimmer, but um, as a kid I used to wear my hair straight, um, not even because like I made the choice, that's just kind of what was happening. I guess my mom did my hair when I was um, younger. And then um, I wore my natural hair to school in middle school for like two days and people were really mean to me and so um, I strained it again and I did that up until I think also sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was about that year but um, <laughs> yeah ever, ever since then I've been wearing it natural and I, I like my hair now but I definitely did not like it at all when I was a kid. Okay um, the next our next thing is like so maintenance hair maintenance so this could be like what products do you use how often do you wash it when you go swimming like what are the protocols because I definitely think it's different for all hair types so again I can go first 
My hair is pretty low maintenance, I would say. I wash it around like twice a week. Um, and when I do wash it, I usually try to put um, just like coconut oil in it to make it shiny. And then I just wash it off. Um, and then the products I use are, I would link them down below. Not sponsored. But I think that it's just like... <laughs> the some tea tree shampoo and like lavender and it's like a matching set um but then I, when i go swimming i again it's all very low maintenance because it's relatively it's kind of wavy but it's relatively straight and it's not poofy like at all so i think um the i use this like chlorine like chlorine shampoo to take the chlorine out of your hair. Oh yeah, I think we have that in my house too. Yeah, and it just because chlorine can really mess up your hair if you mm -hmm. leave it in there. Um, and yeah, I would say my hair is pretty low maintenance. The only thing is that it does get relatively frizzy very quickly. So I've tried to use different products to combat that. Um, it really depends on the day. Some days I just accept the frizz, and then some days I fight it. But generally speaking, I'm. I've accepted it that it's really hard to get rid of especially in the summer living in like Georgia it or Florida oh my gosh the humidity Ooh, it's yeah. so it just makes your hair go poof but um yeah my I would say my care is pretty routine I guess um yeah it's not too difficult to take care of but I do try to take care of it and I hate it when the top is greasy and the bottom is dry Ooh. like Zimra. <laughs> I, I, I don't have that as a kid when my I hair was longer. I hate it. It makes me so mad. Okay, sorry. Jamila, go ahead. Okay, so my hair is the highest of maintenance. Um, I, it's, it's a daily struggle. Um, I've accepted it, though. Like, on a day-to-day -day basis, I'll do, like, a braid out or a twist out every, like, two to three to four days, probably. And that basically means, like, I'll get in the shower and, like, get my hair wet or, like, wash it and then put it in braids and then let it dry overnight and then take it out and then just wear it like out or up for a few days and then let's see that's how I do it like on a day to day but when I wash it that's probably like mm, once every other week because if I washed it more my hair would like completely dry out and I grew up in a place where there was like a beach and like a lot of people had pools and stuff so if I'm going to like swim I normally wear my hair in braids because when my hair gets wet, it tangles a lot, like, very badly. And if I were to wear my hair out and then, like, go swim in the ocean and then expect to, like, be able to t detangle that later, like, it's it's not going to happen. So, yeah. I'd say it's, like, pretty high maintenance, but, like, to combat that, like, every couple months I'll just get, like, braids or something so that I won't have to worry about it. Yeah, um... I don't mean to be rude. I was going on my phone when you were talking because I was looking up the name of the product. Oh, wait, <laughs> are you going to talk about the products? Oh, I don't, do you have specific? I don't know. I will link them. them all down below in case we don't. I know what shampoo and conditioner you use actually because it's in the shower. And oh, isn't it called like Maui Moisture? Yeah, because I also bought the same. Yeah, conditioner. and I also mm -hmm. use like some tea tree products if like my hair is really dirty, and then I'll use when I do braids, I do a leave-in and like a curl defining cream. Yeah, but we can link it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say mine is like also fairly high maintenance. Um, I do have a very defined set of products. I they should sponsor me, <laughs> but I really Random should be master. a diva curl rep, but I am not. Oh, but you curl. all should buy their products, Ooh. but not sponsored. Um, but yeah, I so I use I probably wash my hair like once a week, and I use their Lopu, which is like shampoo, 
um, and then their conditioner. And then every morning I wet my hair. Like I just stick my head in the shower. I don't actually <laughs> shower because who wants to shower in the morning? But I, I stick my I, head I in the shower. Ooh, I don't think I could shower in the morning. I just I need to be too cold. In the well, I did mostly in high school, but now I feel like I just kind of switched to the evening because it's like just my college schedule is different. But uh, in high school, yeah, I was a morning shower. Depend. But yeah, so I stick my head in the shower and then I like half dry it so it's not dripping, but it's also not dry. So I just use a towel and then I kind of like comb through with my fingers or with a comb and then I put the gel in. And I used to use Diva Curls like ultra defining gel or something but that was like way too much like it was like a little too heavy so now i use the archangel gel and that's like a good medium so it holds the curls in without like weighing my hair down too much and i tend to do that like every morning but if i don't have time to get my hair wet in the morning eek I'll just, <laughs> that's that's not good my hair will not look good that day do you I, have to like wet it before you put in the curls oh yeah well because the diva curls. if i just like wake up straight and with my hair dry like and I try and put gel in it, it'll just look like a disaster. I it'll think every curly hair person has to wet their hair before doing anything to it. Really? Yeah. Are you trying to dry comb my hair? Oh my god. Oh my oh, god. It would like rip it out of my Literally, scalp. Literally, that hurts so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it just I don't sounds bad. Bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> if I do anything to my hair when it's dry, I'll just be crying. No, literally. So, like, I yeah. went to the hairstylist and like she dry combed and cut my hair oh. and like that hurts so I was like Whoa. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah I know yeah whenever I go to the hairstylist she does that it's I think it's called like the diva curl cut or something where they cut every single curl wow diva know. curls should what, they should you. my whole life is wow. yeah links yeah. in the description guys. so I used to like not know how to take care of my hair but now that's how I do it hmm. so if I yeah if I can't wet my hair at all in the morning like if we're like camping or something I don't know like I'll just put it up in space buns Okay, yeah, my hair is, I think, deceptively low-maintenance, um, because it's so short, I, I don't brush it, which may seem gross, but it doesn't get tangled, it's like three inches long. Um, Jamila harps on me because I don't, I don't, I just wake up and I just, like, go about my day. I, it, it just seems too easy, you I know? wish I could do that. No, I'm yeah. so jealous of that. It takes so much time. That's like me with braids. When I have yes. braids, oh, uh, you guys watch that. <laughs> it's over for y'all. It's over for y'all. No, yeah, so I, I wake up in the morning, I don't do anything, but I wash my hair usually about like once a week sometimes twice a week it just depends like how dirty it is because i do dance like almost every single day um yeah so i wash it once a week i use a lot of dry shampoo because of that but um yeah oh i use um oh hey, i would say the one uncomfortable thing is i take cold showers um because i wash my hair in cold water so that doesn't like um wash the dye away if you use like it does like fades it faster if you use like hot water like how most people shower but um and I use this like matrix color shampoo so like helps preserve your color and I use um I actually use purple conditioner on my blue side and then I use like a regular um like color conditioner on my green side so I do yeah wow, I do I don't know conditioner huh dual conditioner I know but sometimes I just use like the the regular conditioner not the purple one on both sides it just depends but um it's it's awkward sometimes because I do wash my hair like one side at a time, um, although I think that like once it's like fades more, I feel like so now I could kind of like do it like where I can wash both sides at the same time. But um, especially when you first dye, like when it's a fresh dye, like you definitely need to like wash one side at a time because it will bleed, um, especially like the darker side to the lighter side will will bleed. So if you want to keep the lines crisp, 
you have to wash like side by side. I mean, I don't know if you have to do that, but I do that. Um, but yeah, I, oh, once I get out of the shower, I like damp, I like keep it damp, like towel dry. And then I put this like hair mask in that my hairstylist gave to me. Um, and then that's about it. I just sleep in it. Don't do anything else. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Like it's definitely easy for someone who has very damaged hair, I would say, but it's actually like pretty healthy considering that I've like been bleaching it for like over like probably almost two years now. So wild. Um, yeah, I do wet my hair before I do everything, um, and then I, I usually wash my hair like once a week or once every other week, depending on if I have, um, club meetings at night, because I have to let my hair dry overnight. Um, and I usually like braid it or twist it, and then I let it dry like Jamila does. Um, then I take it out, and I only do it once a week just because I'm lazy. So at the end of the week, I just kind of put it up in a puff and go about my day. Nice. Oh, going off of what Madison said, I just made me remember that in order to wash my hair, I can't just like put conditioner on it like I have to split it up into four sections and then put those in buns oh, yeah. and then go for like shampoo and condition every section or else it like won't penetrate my hair because I have that much hair in my head like yeah, yeah I just like mash shit into my head that's how I do things yeah okay um next is I think we've talked about this a little bit but if anyone ha wants to add it on they can but it's just about like what view did you have on your hair as a child but I think a lot of us talked about this already so does anyone have it oh that made me think of something I was gonna say that I have actually never straightened my hair but when I was especially in middle school because I think people care less about asking you things everybody would ask me to straighten my hair like every single person in my class was like can you straighten your hair I don't understand what do you think your hair like, would look like if it was straight people ask other people like how like to do things to their hair like yeah. I don't understand why people do that I know because I, I just never straightened it because I just don't think it would look good on me having straight hair see so that's I, why I, I never the did same it I cannot I, imagine I don't think it would look good as it, if it was because I've had a big head I think it would just make sense <laughs> <laughs> I think also because like the length that your hair is I think if it was straight it'd be like a, a, an awkward length there. well yeah. also your hair there's no way it's even <laughs> like yes be, yeah the way true. that hair is layered when it's curly it, it would not lay the same if it was straight yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would just get questions about that all the time, especially when I was a kid. So that also probably perpetuated the feeling of wanting straight hair. Mm, I will say that, um, to add on, my hair straightens really well. Like, it's, it's a, like, I don't know. Like, you know, like when people, when black people normally straighten their hair, it's, it doesn't like move a lot. But I feel like when I straightened my hair, it, it resembled white hair a lot more. Not like, not, it wasn't, it didn't look amazing, but white people really, really loved my straight hair. I feel like it fit in a lot more to like the beauty standard and it was like really long too. Like it went um, almost all the way down my back at one point and people were like, oh my God, Jamila, your hair, it's just so amazing. Like I wish I had, like my hair was as long as yours. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. But I would say the only thing I can add on to that is when I was younger, like there was a phase in my life when I wanted to have blonde hair because my best friend had blonde hair. And my grandma said that my best friend was really beautiful. I was in like first kindergarten, first grade. And she was like, remember my grandma would say, you know, the one, your friend with the blue eyes and golden hair. She's so good. This was my Chinese grandma. And then I remember there was a phase when I wanted like blue eyes and golden hair too. 
obviously, you know, as oh, you yeah. do when you're We talked about the color context thing. As you do when you're brown. Yeah, <laughs> as you do, yeah. And, and think about how crazy you would look with blue eyes and blonde hair. Like, <laughs> I would look oh, terrified. Like, we can make it happen, but like, we would look I, I so crazy. That. The way that I had to edit my pictures when I was testing to see if I wanted blue and green hair, like I face oh. painted it on, I could do that to you. With my oh, Asian no. features. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then also there was another phase when I really wanted to have like um, curly hair because my dad has very curly hair and mine's only kind of wavy. And I remember I really wanted to have his curly hair. I thought it was so cute and fun. So Zimmer, I can relate to the straight haired girls wanting the curly hair. Yeah, I get that a lot. Actually, I, this just made me realize that when I was in middle school, I actually got a perm to have curly hair. Cause I really? I have extremely straight hair, but also the thing is like because it's so like straight and resilient. Like when I got my perm, because this was also like one of the first times I cut it short. Um, it was like the summer before eighth grade. I was like, um, yeah, I want to have like that like. Um, Wait, do you have photos of this perm? Oh, I don't know. My mom probably does, but um, I really want to see this. I had this like big side part. It was like that. It was when that phase of like that like wavy lob came in, mm -hmm. like around like twenty sixteen probably. So I got that, I got that cut, and then I got it permed. Um, so it would have looked like Zimra's, I think, but like slightly looser, I think. Mm -hmm. but, um, but the thing is, like, so when you get a perm, you can't wash it for like two days or whatever. So after the two days, I was like gonna wash it, and then like, I, so I washed it, and then the perm like fell out. Like, wow. my hair did not take it. Like, it went like back to like almost completely straight. So we had to go back to the hairstyle, so I need to like re-perm my hair, because it didn't take the first time. Oh, um, but yeah, that's my struggle of <laughs> straight hair struggles. I know. We're so oppressed. I know. Um, do you have anything to add? No. <laughs> Wait, what was the original question? It was about like when you're younger, your view of your hair. Mm -hmm. I mean like I think we more. we talked about yeah. it. Oh yeah. yeah. I was pretty indifferent about mine. But I definitely like it a lot more now, like when it's colored versus when it was I think we all like our hair a lot more now. Yeah. That's a good way to sum it up. Imagine if we were like, I actually prefer it when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I I had my hair was straight and like I wore it in a ponytail and I like I was the bane of my mom's existence because like I did not give a shit what I looked like. So I would go to school and I had a bunch of like flyaways like in the front of me, and I would purposely like rub them up. And so I I just had this ponytail and then like all of these hairs in the front of my head like sticking everywhere. That's so funny. And I she she came to school one day for my lunch break to bring me lunch and she was like Jamila what did you do? And I was like, I just want to look like Einstein. Like, don't you think what? it's cute? And she was like, absolutely not. I, I really don't know what was going through my head. That's um, funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, okay. That was me in fifth grade. I really? I really wanted, like, the short hair. You know the people with the straight hair that get it, like, really short kind of pixie cut vibes? Mm -hmm. But, like, that was very in and, like, 2015 yes. with like the sort of bang situation really like I do not ever remember no that. I think I do remember I think that was a thing and it was, it was often like for like the like like the badass women with like the short pixie guts I don't know oh like like the ruby rose yeah 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 but yes. they, they oh, all have okay. straight hair yeah um so but I was like I want that so bad so I was like I really want that cut and my mom like tried to make that work for my hair type because I really <laughs> I really wanted that cut oh no but that that does not work for my hair type I oh my god fifth grade was such a disaster I had that haircut and braces <laughs> oh, oh, oh my oh. god anyways anyways no nice. yeah no looking back like the haircut that I had, like, in eighth grade, like, with Zimmer, is, like, um, looking back, it's, it's called the bisexual bob. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I think that was a precursor. <laughs> All right. Next 
is identity. This is like, I think the most important part of this episode. So how has your hair affected your identity? I guess I can go first. Um, I think that my hair has shapes a lot of how I view myself, like especially day to day. Like when I, when I have a bad hair day, then I feel like, oh, I'm ugly. Which again, it sounds superficial, but I feel like it's kind of important because the way you view yourself is very important. Um, whereas like, also my hair is kind of my, a, a big connection to my, my, my parents. So like my Indian side, because I have like long thick hair, it is a connection to India. And um, I think China as well in that Chinese people have really shiny hair. I don't think my hair is that shiny, but I think like in general, just the fact that I have hair similar to my parents, um, it affects the way that I view myself. And um, I would say another thing is like the different styles that you can do with different hair types also affect it. Like I can do a lot of I would say like quote unquote white hairstyles like you know a French braid or a Dutch braid and a lot of people with different hair types necessarily can't really do the same thing so I think it's made it easier for me to accept my hair in that way um, but in general I think like every day I consider my hair a really big part of who I am in my like um, outward appearance and especially like a lot of people also compliment compliment my hair which makes it a bigger part of how who I am and how I view myself um so I'm just imagining like if I didn't have the hair that I did I would probably be a very different person and also like um I forgot what I was gonna say let me think <laughs> <clears throat> well I mean I can just say that I definitely relate to like when people compliment my hair like it definitely like further cements that it's like I would say, like, the biggest part of my identity. Not the biggest yeah. part of my but, like, um, it's, like, a big part of my, like, external identity. Yes. And, like, it's, like, I would say the single most thing that people recognize about me, and, like, that's what the people recall to memory when they talk about me. So, I don't like, relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all I have to say. If I have anything more, I'll add it on later. Okay, I guess I can go next. Okay, I relate to the compliment thing a lot, because, as I was saying, like, in the black community, I have what's considered, like, good hair. So people always come to me like, oh my god, is your hair real? It's so pretty, whatever. And like, that just really boosts my ego <laughs> for the day, and I love it. Also, um, when I had like twists, people com commented, complimented me a lot on that. Um, I also relate to what Jane was saying about having like a bad hair day and then like hating yourself. Because literally that happened last week. Because um, like as I was saying, I did like braid outs, and you really don't know what you're gonna get until you like wake up and take it out and you're like oh this is acceptable or like oh no it's not so I think that also like affects me a lot but I think like part of getting older I've just been learning how to like roll with the punches like if my hair isn't looking good that day I'll just put it in space funds like the the only thing that really needs to look good is my bangs because they're too short to put up so yeah um other than that like in terms of identity i think my hair does play a large role in like my outward appearance and like the look that i'm going for because i i don't think a lot of hair have a lot of hair a lot of people have the same like haircut or like do the same thing with their hair 
So I think that is the thing that people recognize about me a lot. Um, but I wouldn't say that it really connects me with my family because for some reason my hair is really different than like my mom's and my sister's hair. Um, but I do think it plays a large role in like just how I present myself. So. Yeah, I do relate to you in the fact of like having like I guess more digestible curly hair like on the spectrum of curls. Mm -hmm. Mine is definitely like more digestible for like people who have straight hair. So I do think like compliments like that from other people do sometimes reinforce like oh like oh I do have nice hair you know like I definitely get <laughs> connects to that um, and I do feel that about a bad hair day if I because I don't know how it's gonna look until it dries I let exactly. my hair dry exactly. so I'll just leave my door and be like hope fingers crossed <laughs> the air dries okay and sometimes I'll like see look at myself in the mirror halfway through the day after it's air dried and I'm like Zimmer are you been walking around like this all day <laughs> it's, it's, it's really bad and it's human I don't look oh it for and a while. then the frizz I'm like why did you wear it like that anyway so that can really that can shake something but yeah yeah in terms of identity I think my hair is very connected to that because. Like, I think a large part of Judaism as an ethnicity is, like, hair type and curliness. Um, so my mom has, like, her hair is, like, even more curly than mine. And my brother also has very curly hair. And people always say, like, when the three of us are together, they're like, oh, we all love your hair. Like, your hair all looks so similar. It's so interesting. Um, and because my dad converted to Judaism, his hair isn't necessarily as very much, like, stereotypically Jewish. So I, I almost wonder if that's where, like, the bit of the red gets in my hair as well because he has, like, some, like, Scottishy roots. So mm -hmm. I don't know, like, if that is what that comes from that. But so I do think it's definitely something, though, that ties together generally, like, our family and our Jewish identity with other people in that community as well. So I feel like that's definitely played a, a big part of that for me. Well, my hair, because it's half green and half blue, does not connect me to my family. <laughs> um, but I, it definitely is a major player in like my identity. Like when I first dyed it, um, I got into all bleach and I dyed it to like hot orange um, in 2019. And I think it immediately affected like who I was as a person. Like it really helped me to like come into my skin a lot more. It gave me like a huge confidence boost. Cause like, um, also cause like growing up in Texas, like everyone's like white. So it's like, they don't experience like a lot of like, A, ethnic hair and B, like um, people have like very colored hair either. Um, uh, so it was it was new for them I think, but I, it was generally well received, which I think was also a major like reason why I kept it around for so long. I think because I, I think if it wasn't as well received, I I may have like gone back or something. But honestly, I think also with my hair it helped me to like not really care anymore. Like I I don't really care what people think of me anymore, but um, it's definitely like helped me accept who I am as a person. Also trust myself more because my my parents didn't really like, were, weren't really sure when I told them I wanted to do this. They were like, I don't know if it'll look good or not. Like, I was like, no, I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, worst case I can just dye it back. And uh, because it is just hair, like, that's a lot of the mantra I have. It is just hair, like, so when I dye it, like, punk car looks like this, like, worst case I can just dye it back to something natural. But, um, yeah, like, the orange was like a big, like, I guess phase in my growing experience um, and I have so many pictures of it and it's like a good thing to like look back on um, but I do actually love this green and blue um, I don't know if I like it more um, but yeah it's definitely like helped me express myself and it um, gives me I don't know I already said it, it gives me a lot of confidence and I do get a lot of compliments on it um, and my sister and I have this running joke where um, whenever I'm public and someone compliments my hair like my sister will say thank you because she acts like they're giving her the compliment. 
That's funny. And then that she's funny. No, no, me and my sister she'll will be like, oh yeah, they were just giving the compliment to me because they were too scared to tell it to my actual sister who has like she also has black hair, but she like has has it um highlighted, so it's like kind of like a brown color. Um, I think also she got that like confidence to dye it from me. But yeah. Cute. I will say one thing that you said reminded me of the importance of like media representation of different hair types because I remember I back when I wanted blonde hair seeing like certain celebrities this is like throwback but like I distinctly remember watching like Selena Gomez and mm. Wizards of Waverly Place she had this like dark like kind of straight hair and I remember there were times when it was relatively long and everyone was like oh Selena Gomez she's so pretty I love her she and they, they, they kind of relate yeah like that. Alex exactly. Russo is so funny and I was like wait my hair looks like that yes I can be like pretty and funny and likable too so I do think like even I, I think it's important in those like young kid shows that more even more than there already is, mm -hmm. like, hair types are represented. And not just in, like, animated TV shows. Like, yeah. Like, animated TV shows. Like, yeah, animated TV shows. Yeah, the only time I got it was when I saw Merida in Brave. Yeah. And I, was, oh. I was like, she has curly hair! Oh. Like, a princess with curls! Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Wait, going off of what you said, Jane, I think, like, that's totally true, but for me it was, like, the opposite. Like, the absence of seeing oh, people yeah. that, like, had hair like mine was, like, I think really damaging, because I, like... Learn to like, I know. I like started to believe like, oh, the only acceptable like hair type is like straight hair. Mm -hmm. And there's also like that thing that like in workplace culture, like people don't view people view curly hair as like not being professional. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. So I think that also like kind of cemented this idea that oh, I should just straighten my hair and then mm -hmm. I'll be accepted. So I think like representation in media, like for that reason, especially for kids, yeah, is really really yeah. important. Oh, sorry. But, um, yeah, like, but also the thing is, like, I'm not trying to, like, this is kind of different. But, um, like, because my hair is colored, like, I didn't see anyone, like, obviously with my hair color. But I was, like, I was old enough to where it's, like, I wasn't, like, seeing it in, like, media and, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't seeing it in my children's TV show and, like, perpetuating, like, oh, I am Alex Russo from Wizards right, of the yeah. Place. When you're younger, you're more influenced. Yes, yeah. yeah. But when I was older, it was more, like, social media, and, like, I actually got the idea to do Orange from this, like, influencer that I followed, and she was also Asian, and, like, I was, like, able to see how it looked on her, and then I was, like, oh, I think that would look good on me. Um, and it was the same way when I did the Green and Blue, like, I saw this girl on the internet, like, um, it was, like, for a hair dye ad from the company that I used for, um, I used Sparks hair dye for the Orange. It's very good. You should use it, um, if you're <laughs> looking to do neon orange hair. Um, but I was like watching an ad for them and then I saw one girl had like half green and half blue hair. I was like, oh, I think that would be cool if I did that. So I tried it. Obviously it's not the same haircut, but um, yeah, sorry. I can't really I do it. think that like media as we've gotten older has mm -hmm. really transformed how hair is seen. Like, cause when, when I, we were all younger, I think most of the beauty icons of even like children's TV shows, you know, very like straight hair. And then I think with the propagation of social media, like as we got older, then it was finally like, oh, let's celebrate different hair. And then there mm -hmm. were there were ways that you could see hair that was similar to yours. So I do think that's like transformed <clears throat> oh. a lot of people's ideas about hair. And maybe that's why, like as we're older too now, I think people with straight hair are like, oh wait, like I want curly hair. Like yeah. it's almost become something more desirable because of social media. Yeah, now. yeah. And also, like I think the thing is, like I, <laughs> I love having hair that's different. Like, mm -hmm. um. 
because I not it's like I love being quirky, but it's like I just like <laughs> quirky girl, and I just love like looking differently from like I hate looking the same as everyone else. Like I love to like dress differently, even though like dressing like a, a hey mama's lesbian is not. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm not like stereotypically hey mamas, but anyway, I am a, a mask lesbian, I would say. But um, like dressing as not like the stereotype of like your gender role and like not looking the same. I actually love doing that and like. I think that's a big part of my expression and my identity. It's like not looking the same as everyone else. Maybe we should let Naya go. Yes. <laughs> what am I supposed to be talking about? Your hair and identity. Oh, I feel like um, when I was younger, I definitely went through like an internalized racism phase. Cute. As we all did. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely a point where I was like, oh, I wish I was white. And like, I think that related to my hair. Um, I don't really know why I grew out of that. Um, it was for the best, though. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I think that now, like, it kind of goes along with my acceptance of my race um, and my hair, obviously, uh, plays a big part in that, and so, um, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of Well, just going off what you said, I actually think that's really interesting, because, yeah, something I forgot to mention is, like, accepting being black was also a really big part of accepting my hair, and that might sound stupid, like, oh, Jamila, you've been black your entire <laughs> life, how did you accept that fact in, like, high school, but, like, at, like Naya was saying, like that internalized racism in my head, I was just like, I hate my skin color. Like, I wish I was anything else. So, I think growing out of that and like learning to accept who I was, like, led to me starting to accept my hair more. And then, like Zimmer was saying, like, when we were younger, representations in media, especially of black girls, any famous black girl or woman, and there were few, had straight hair mm -hmm. and I think that was also a big factor if you like wanted to be a pretty black girl you had to have straight hair right. and I think that's changed as we've gotten older so I think that also contributed to why I like felt more comfortable with my curly hair yeah um well I don't have anything else so do you guys have anything else to add otherwise I'll end it <laughs> well if you're questioning about your hair type it, it take an example from all of our journeys and like you're eventually going to end up wanting to embrace it, I think, as yeah. part of your identity. So and instead also, of fighting, yeah, experimenting is fun. Yes, mm -hmm. experimenting yeah. is definitely fun. You should try. Experiment and, like, encourage like sexually yourself. and with your hair. No. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, no, I definitely agree. Like, experiment and try as hard as you can, even if you hate your hair. Just try to... Um, I think experiment is a big part of like accepting who you are mm -hmm. and also try to find people I think your parents are the best if if you have a good relationship well, yes, with them. yeah, it definitely depends. Yeah, um, it depends but if you do have a good relationship and you feel like you can go to them I think they're really good people too. Mm -hmm. Like it might be weird, you know, why do you want to talk about your hair? But I think you get your hair from your parents so oh. they would understand the most and if you like I said if you have a good relationship I think they would care enough and be willing to talk to you about it. Um, oh yeah, and also saying experimentation doesn't have to come from you hating your hair. Like I experimented with my hair just because I was bored. Um, yeah. Like it doesn't. It definitely doesn't have to come from like you hating your hair. It can just be like, oh, you want a change. Like yeah. Um, and I'm sure quarantine is also a great time to do yes. that. Oh, exactly. I, I experimented a lot with my hair. That's when I got my silver braids over quarantine. Oh. Yes. And utilize social media. I think especially now there's so many yes, places. so many ideas. Yeah. 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 And I will link. I'll put like each person and then the products they use so that you guys can remember who is who um, and then what products they use and try, you know, try to, um, yeah, appreciate your hair more and
Um, I was going to say it in one other thing. I guess, like, no, you're not alone. Like, we all mm-hmm. have very individual hair types, yes. so there's going to be somebody out there who, like, shares that same experience with you, even if when you look around you, you think you're the only one with that hair. Yeah. And also, I was going to say, if you guys have any questions about anyone's hair, you can send me a voice message, and I think if I get, like, maybe 10 or so, probably less, but I can, like, um, feature you in a podcast, and we can, like, do another follow-up episode if you guys have questions, like, hair care or other, like, follow-up about the stuff we talked about, we can answer those for you guys. Um, and yeah, if you guys don't have any other questions, well, I'm not talking to you guys, but (laughs) if you guys do have questions, send me voice messages. I'll put the link in the description. Um, but if not, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, and I will see you guys next week for another episode. Okay. Bye. Bye. This is the end of today's episode. I'd like to give a thank you to my parents for supporting me in this somewhat ridiculous endeavor and for teaching me that every voice matters. And thank you so much for listening to this somewhat shitty podcast. You guys are the best and I'll see you next time.